the Pacific Division and we'll start with the champs. So the Lakers went 52-19 and 19 in the regular season. They obviously beat Miami in the finals in six. They have Dudley, Howard and Morris all as unrestricted free agents. And then they have AD, KCP and Rondo with player options. They then have the 28th pick in the draft. So you bring back Howard and Morris on cheaper deals. AD will definitely opt back in, but I think KCP and Rondo will opt out and go and pursue deals elsewhere in the marketplace. Assuming that this is the case and both of those guards are gone, with the 28th pick, I think you should target Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. So he showed some really nice flashes with that group last year. He comes in as a clutch client, so fits in nicely with that Lakers roster being full of them. And then on top of that, he does have pretty solid offensive game as it currently stands. He does sort of excel in transition. He can hit pull-ups, and funny enough, he actually struggled with catch and shoots, yet he was way more effective off the dribble. He is someone that is developing defensively, so you'll need a bit of work put into that, but overall, I think he can be a solid contributor for the Lakers. The Clippers went 49 and 23. They obviously had a disastrous postseason, losing to Denver in seven. They have Harrell, um, Reggie Jackson, Morris, and Patterson, all as unrestricted free agents, and then Jermichael Green has a player option. They then have the 57th pick in the draft. So I expect them to let Harrell and Jackson walk. They'll probably be guys that command too much money, but they should look to bring back um, Morris and Patterson on cheaper deals. I think they're in a position where they've just got to double down and go for it all. And so with that being the case, they should probably try and acquire Westbrook or CP3 giving up anyone other than obviously Kawhi and Paul George. They obviously mortgage their future to acquire Paul George. So there's no harm in doubling down to really go for it all because this is potentially the last season that they have to do it with both Paul George and Kawhi being free agents at the end of the year. The Phoenix Suns went 34 and 39. They didn't make the playoffs. They have Baines, Saric and Javon Carter as unrestricted free agents. And then Diallo has a team option. They then have the 10th pick in the draft. So they're obviously a really nice story from the bubble. They went 8-0 in the seeding games, but because of their poor regular season, they, that still wasn't enough for them to clinch a playoff spot or a play-in spot, at least, in the, in the West. Um, I think they should definitely look to re-sign Saric as well as Carter. I think Baines will walk. He'll probably be someone that can get a nice deal elsewhere. Then, they've then been revealed to be in uh, trade talks with OKC about Chris Paul. So if that deal is to go down, it will certainly involve Rubio and Oubre. And with that being the case, I think they should then draft another wing at the 10th uh, the tenth spot to almost replace Oubre. And I think that guy is Sadiq Bey out of Villanova. He's a 6'8", um, let's say wing forward combo. He can play the three, can play the four. He's an elite shooter and I think he'll fit in um, really nicely next to Bridges as well as Cam Johnson, who they already have. So just with the three guys, if they can acquire Chris Paul, they already have Booker, they already have Aiton, plus all their young wings. They then have Dario Saric off the bench, as well as Javon Carter. There's a lot to like with this group, and I definitely think they'll be a playoff team. The Sacramento Kings went 31 and 41. They didn't qualify for the playoffs. They have Bogdanovich, Bazemore, Len, Giles, and Farrell, all as unrestricted free agents. Jabari Parker then has a player option. They then have the 12th, 35th, 43rd, as well as 52nd pick in this upcoming draft. So they should then re-sign Bogdanovich, Giles, and Farrell. I would then let the others walk. 
My priority is I would try and get into the top 10, ideally top seven, top six of this draft. And a way I think Sacramento can do that is trading Buddy Heald as well as a 12th pick and they might have to throw in Corey Joseph as well. The guy I would then target with that top six, seven pick if they were able to acquire it would be Okongwu out of USC. For me, he's the perfect center pairing to go with Bagley. Bagley can then slide back to the four spot. Okongwu is very much in a Clint Capella um, type player he's someone that doesn't demand the ball he works hard he can move his feet and be able to guard um, switches quite effectively he's then a good rim runner and so I think it puts Sacramento in a much stronger position if they're able to pick up someone like him in this draft and finally the Golden State Warriors they went 15 and 50 they didn't qualify for the playoffs they actually have no free agents which is funny enough that's a first um, so far in making these videos they have the second 48 and 51st pick in this draft. So the big question here is what direction they go in. Do they try and pair Wiggins with the number two pick and try and trade for someone like Drew Holiday or trade for another um, ready-made um, contributor or borderline star player? Or do they keep the pick and take the best available? If you're asking me, I'm taking the latter of those two options. I think they'll keep that pick and they'll take the best available out of Wiseman or Ball. They obviously have a great culture. They have Steph, they have Clay, they have Draymond to help mold that number two pick. So they can't really go wrong. Whoever's available out of Wiseman and Ball, that's who Golden State should take at the second pick.